Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coffee Break German Season 3, Episode 5. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. Wie geht's dir heute, Andrea? Mir geht es fantastisch, Marc. Und dir? Heute bin ich ein bisschen müde, aber oh, es geht. Ah, hast du nicht gut geschlafen? Also gestern hatte ich viel zu tun und ähm, ich schlafte nicht so gut. Okay, almost, ja. Yeah. So this is unfortunately irregular. So Aha. gestern äh, äh, schlief ich nicht so gut. Ah, right, schlief. So I slept. I didn't sleep very well. Ich schlief, ich schlief nicht so gut, ja. Yeah? Genau, das ist richtig, ja. Yeah? Right. So what are we talking about today? Well, as uh, luck would have it, we're just uh, discussing today some irregular verbs in the preteritum. Okay, and I'm guessing there are probably quite a few of these. Yes. I yes. think we should get straight into our lesson then. Bist du bereit? Ich bin bereit. Los geht's. So, Mark, before we look at some more irregular verbs in the imperfect, shall we review what we looked at the last time? Yeah, because we were looking at the regular ones last time and we learned the, the endings, um, including the, the, the ones that we take out the E of the infinitive and so on. That's right, yes. So, I have a verb for you, mm -hmm. okay, because I know you work a lot. <laughs> Yeah. As, as, as so do many I, I thought the verb arbeiten would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, arbeiten also has a wee trick in there. Yeah, I know where you're going with this one. Okay, so um, in the present tense, ich arbeite, um, but because it's got a T uh, in the, the, the infinitive, arbeiten, and that's where the stem would end, we need to add in an extra E. Is that correct? That is correct. So it would be ich Arbeitete? Exactly. Yeah. And du? Arbeitetest. Sehr gut. Er, sie, es? Arbeitete. Mm -hmm. Wir? Arbeiteten. Sehr gut. Ihr? Arbeitetet. Yeah. Und sie? Arbeiteten. I've got to watch yeah. that. Put too many Sehr gut. In Super. <laughs> okay. Das ist sehr gut. Bravo. So are we going to see these endings? In, in in a sense, similarly in some of these irregular verbs, because that's what I always find, you know, we, we think, oh yeah, they're irregular verbs, but actually a lot of the time the irregular part is in the kind of stem. Is that, would, would that be fair to say? Well, yes, in some verbs and in others not. So with ah. schlafen, for example, you saw it, ich schlief. Ich schlief, it's yeah, I suppose. Ich schliefte oder irgend sowas. So it's yeah. ich schlief, yeah. Uh, so with some verbs, it is just... Uh, we, we recognize these endings, mm -hmm. 
And in other uh, verbs, they're completely gone. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll keep yeah. that in mind. Genau. So let's look at uh, some verbs where there is a vowel change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, the verb wissen. Wissen. Now, I think I've seen this because I think I've seen uh, ich wusste nicht or something like that. Das ist richtig, ja. So here we have a nice uh, vowel change mm-hmm. from wissen zu wusste. And it goes through all persons with like this. So, ich wusste, du wusstest, er, sie, es, wusste, wir wussten, ihr wusstet, sie wussten. Okay, so once we've got the vowel change sorted out, in a sense it's kind of regular and it follows the same patterns, yeah? That's correct. Good. Yes. Would you like another one from this uh, group? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. So, for example, rennen. Rennen is to run. That's right, yeah. Do you have any idea how this could be in the preteritum, in the imperfect? Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm wondering if, you know, in English at least, run becomes ran. Is there any link mm-hmm. there to German? This is not bad, but I have to say you were just lucky. Okay. okay. <laughs> we can't always use this then. <laughs> no. So, so what is it? Ich? Rante? Ja, sehr gut, super, sehr gut, ja. Ich rante, du? Rantest, mm-hmm. uh, sie es rante, uh, wir ranten, uh, ihr rantet und sie ja. ranten, ja. Das ist richtig, sehr okay. gut, bravo. Okay, another verb that works exactly the same is the kennen. As in to, to know. Ja, so ich kannte, du kanntest. Ah, okay. And so on. So I have an example for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kanntest du viele Leute an der Party? So did you know lots of people at the party? Mm-hmm. Okay. Genau, sehr gut. And there are another couple of verbs that I can think of right now that work exactly the same. One is brennen. Brennen is to burn. That's right, yeah. Would you like to have a sentence with this? Warum nicht? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sehr gut. Um, das Feuer brannte Lichterloh. Right, so the fire was burning, but Lichterloh, I'm not sure about that. Very brightly. Ah, okay. So like a bonfire or something like that. Ja, genau, richtig, ja. Could we use the word ablaze in English? It was ablaze. Ja, genau, das ist gut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Super. And another word that uh, works uh, the same is nennen. Nennen, so to name. Ja, genau, das ist richtig. And I have a great example for you. Die Lehrerin nannte nicht alle Schüler, die frech waren. Um, oh, right, this is not giving them names. This is actually naming them. So she didn't ja. tell, right. So I was confused there. Die, die Lehrerin, the teacher, didn't name all the pupils, die frech waren, who were cheeky. Yeah, genau. Okay. It can also be the naming, like to give someone a name. Uh-huh. Yeah, zum Beispiel, um, ah, mein Bruder nannte mich Rehlein. That's now something I'm I'm really <laughs> giving away here. Yeah. <laughs> so your brother called you Rehlein? <laughs> yes. Which meant? <laughs> uh, it's a little deer. 
but oh. it's from Andrea. Ah, oh, that's cute. That's nice. Well, it's actually sweet, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Nenin becomes Nanta and so on. And again, following um, the, the they follow the conjugation of the regular verbs, but we just have that change in the vowel in them. Genau, das ist richtig. Of course, there are many other verbs that have a vowel change, and we will provide some more in the notes. Okay, sounds good. So what other changes can we can we see with other imperfects? So we can see a change in the consonants. Ah, okay, right. Mm -hmm. And a good one is denken. Uh, right, so again, I think I've come across this denken to think, um, mm -hmm. but it's dachte. Yeah, das ist sehr gut. Super. Bravo, Mark. Yeah. So we have not only a vowel change, but we also have a consonant change. Von denken zu uh -huh. dachte. Yeah. That makes me think of the word thought in English. Obviously, in English, we have a silent GH. But in Scots, in, particularly in, in the Scots of, of the area I live in, in Ayrshire, Scots, um, you may well hear people say, I thought, I thought. Something was the case. Um, I, I remember my, my wife's uncle always used to say thocht. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that makes me think of ich dachte in, in German. Ah, das wusste ich nicht. Ah, okay. So, you didn't know that. So, now you no, do. No, I didn't, yeah. Um, but if I had had an inkling that this was the case, mm -hmm. then I would have said, das dachte ich mir. Um. I, is that like saying I thought as much or something like that? Yeah, genau, das ist richtig. Okay, good. Yeah, das sehr gut. Super. Okay, uh, another uh, verb like this is one we know very well, and it's mögen. Okay, so mögen becomes? Uh, mochte. Ich mochte. mochte, du mochtest und so weiter. Okay, give us an example of that. Yeah, wir mochten die Schokolade sehr. Wir mochten die Schokolade sehr. So we really liked the chocolate. Yeah, we really liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. genau. Sehr gut, super. And uh, maybe another uh, word that is useful is bringen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there we have again a vowel and a consonant change. And it's brachte. Right, so I guess that's like brought as well. It's the mm -hmm. same root. Um, and, and exactly the same would have happened in, in Scots. Brocht. Um, so ich uh, brachte, I brought. Mm -hmm. Genau, das ist richtig. So, Marlies brachte ihrer Mutter einen Blumenstrauß. Um, Marlies brought her mother a, a bouquet of flowers. Das ist richtig. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So we will have a few more of these in the notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, then we have another group of verbs. They have a vowel change, but they completely abandon the TE ending that we, you know, that, that we know from the imperfect. Okay. Yeah. And one that I think we all know is gehen. I think gehen becomes ging. Das ist richtig, ja, korrekt, ja. Zum Beispiel, Karl ging nach Hause. So Karl went home. Genau, ja. Another one is Essen. Uh, okay, is it something to do with is, ist or something? As. Ah, so, right, that's new <laughs> yeah. to me. Okay. And what is so tricky here is that 
that the R is long, it's a long vowel. Uh -huh. So what happens to the double S of Essen? Well, I'm guessing this doesn't happen in Switzerland, but... No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> but in, in, in standard German, because of the long vowel, do we need to make that into a scharfes S? That's exactly right. Wow, okay. So, uh, zum Beispiel, die Schüler aßen im Unterricht Süßigkeit. Oh, that's not, not a little bit naughty. Um, die Schüler aßen im Unterricht Süßigkeiten. They, they, they ate sweets, they ate candy in... The lesson. That's exactly what they did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and what is interesting about Essen is it works also with vergessen. So if you know now the imperfect of Essen, what do you think is the imperfect of vergessen? Would I say ich vergaß? Das ist richtig. Yeah. Okay. Sehr gut. Ich vergaß. So with a long vowel. Okay. Ich mm -hmm. vergaß. Okay. With, and Not therefore... that long. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the middle. Ich vergaß. Ich vergaß. Um, but we've got the S set there. Genau. Das ist richtig. And I have an example. Mm -hmm. Ich vergaß, dass ich zum Klavierunterricht gehen musste. Oh, there you've got a muster as well. Um, yes. So I forgot dass ich zum Klavierunterricht gehen musste, that I had to go to my piano lesson. Yeah, das ist richtig. Mm -hmm. Good. And do you want one more? Let's do one more. Give us a really common one. So what about fahren? Oh, that's pretty common, yep. So mm -hmm. to travel. Exactly. And the imperfect is fuhr. Fuhr. Yeah. How do you spell that? F-U-H-R. Right. Fuhr. Okay. Die Familie fuhr den ganzen Tag durch das Land. So the family uh, drove the whole day through the country. Ja, das ist gut. Super. So, Andrea, what happens with these, like, is it ich fuhr, du fuhrst? St. Ja. Er, sie, es fuhr. Wir fuhren. Ihr fuhrt. Und sie fuhren. So, is what we're doing, uh, adding kind of, in a sense, parts of uh, the normal endings that we would see with verbs. So, like the st for the do forms and the, the, the t for the ear form and the n for the, the, the vir and the z form. Yes, but not those? in the, not the air cs, because there we would have, in the present tense, we would have a t at the end. Okay. And yeah. here we don't. So we have, ich ging, du gingst, mm -hmm. er, sie, es ging, yeah. wir gingen, ihr gingt, sie gingen. Right. Okay. Mark, I would like to put you to the test now. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to give you uh, fliegen in the imperfect. So to fly. Yeah, it's ich flog. Can you tell me the rest of them? So ich flog, I flew. Um, du flogst. Yeah. Er, sie, es flog. Yeah. Wir flogen. Ihr flogt. Mm -hmm. Sie flogen. Das ist richtig, yeah. Oh, okay, good, right. So there are regular elements of these irregularities. Is that fair enough to say? Yeah, okay. I think that is a, that is a good way. Clinging of on, it. clinging on to, <laughs> yes. to a little bit yes. of regularity. Okay, we are going to hear uh, some of these irregular imperfects in a letter from Barbara to Mariana, and that's coming up just after the break. <laughs> 
In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break German Season 3, we're also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your German. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode where Andrea will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the topic of each lesson. And of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakgerman.com and follow the links for season three there. Okay, let's listen to this letter uh, from Barbara to Mariana and we'll try and listen out for some of these irregular imperfect verbs. And I think there are a few extra ones in here. Das ist richtig, ja. Let's, let's have a listen then. Liebe Marianne, ich hoffe, dass es dir gut geht. Ich bin jetzt schon seit ein paar Tagen zurück aus meinem Sprachlernaufenthalt in Rom und vermisse die Stadt schon sehr. Es war traumhaft dort. Die Sonne schien fast immer, ich aß täglich ein Eis, trank guten Kaffee und vergaß meine Alltagssorgen komplett. Der Unterricht fand von Montag bis Freitag statt. Ich verließ jeden Morgen um 8 Uhr das Haus und ging zu Fuß zur Sprachschule. Den Bus mochte ich nicht nehmen, weil da immer zu viele Leute drin saßen und standen. Außerdem fuhren die Busfahrer sehr wild. Der Unterricht begann um 9 Uhr und gefiel mir wirklich sehr. Die Lehrerin ließ uns viel sprechen und wir schrieben auch eigene Dialoge, die wir dann zusammen vortrugen. Manchmal klangen unsere Texte etwas lustig und wir besprachen die Fehler gemeinsam mit der Lehrerin und der Gruppe. Unglaublich, wie viele neue Wörter und Redewendungen ich schon nach nur einer Woche kannte. Wusstest du, dass die Italiener etwa 350 verschiedene Namen für Pasta haben? Bei meiner Gastfamilie roch es auch immer nach gutem Essen. Beim Abendessen nahm ich meistens eine zweite Portion, weil ich kaum genug kriegen konnte. Auf meinen Spaziergängen durch die Stadt sah ich viele Sehenswürdigkeiten. Es gab auch viele Katzen, die auf den Ruinen des alten Roms schliefen. Sie rannten aber gleich weg, als man in ihre Nähe kam. Als ich dann nach vier Wochen wieder zurück in die Schweiz flog, schlief ich im Flugzeug ein und träumte von meiner wunderbaren Zeit in der ewigen Stadt. Jetzt freue ich mich schon auf meinen nächsten Sprachlernurlaub in Frankreich. Liebe Grüße, Barbara. Okay. You know, I think one of the good things about this is that especially if there's like a change in the the, the verb, like uh, a spelling change or a, a consonant change or a, a vowel change like we've seen, sometimes the context can help you kind of guess. I was thinking in particular, I think we heard there roch, perhaps? Yeah, genau, yeah. And because we're talking about um, guten essen or guten yeah. essen or something like that, I'm kind of thinking that must be something to do with Riechen. Genau, das ist richtig. 
So that becomes roch in the imperfect, and we can work out it's something to do with smelling because we know that it's probably got similar similar roots there. Genau, das ist richtig. I think if we see these words embedded in a text, we can figure out uh, their uh, infinitive and, and what it means. Good. Okay, we're not going to go through this in detail now, but if you can give us a, a kind of summary of what's been said in, in Barbara's email or Barbara's letter, uh, Andrea. Yes, so I'm a bit jealous because Barbara went on a Sprachlernaufenthalt in Rom. Yeah, so she mm -hmm. went to a language school in Rome uh, and to study Italian. Yeah, lucky her. And she is sending her friend Marianne an email after her return. Mm -hmm. She misses Rome a lot and says how much she enjoyed her time there. The weather was good and the food too. She completely forgot about her daily life at home. She writes about her schedule and how she walked to school every morning as she didn't want to take the bus because it was full and the drivers drove dangerously. Obviously, just uh, the ones that, that she saw, just not, not the all ones the drivers. She was yes. on. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she also uh, writes that she enjoyed the classes very much because they got a lot of speaking practice and writing practice. And she learned a lot of new words and expressions in one week. Did she say something about pasta? Indeed, she did. And she points out that Italian has more than 350 words for pasta. Excellent. And I think the, the, the challenge is just to try them all. That is indeed the case, yes. <laughs> and that brings her to the delicious food and smells at her host family's house and how she always had second helpings. And she speaks of the many sights and the cats she's seen in Rome and that the cats ran away before she could pet them. I thought I understood that bit about the cats. I have to say, um, I'm maybe not the world's greatest cat lover. So when there are lots of stray <laughs> cats around, I kind of, it's me that runs off. But anyway. <laughs> ah, I see. I always think it's so beautiful with these cats all over these Roman ruins. Love it. I love everything about Rome. Okay. So on her flight home, she fell asleep on the plane and dreamed of her time in Rome and she's looking forward to her next language course in France. Ausgezeichnet. And of course, in the meantime, I'm sure she can be using Coffee Break Italian and Coffee Break French to keep her language skills up to date before she tackles her next course. Now, Absolutely. I've remembered this time. Uh, we've not yet finished because there is something else that we still need to do and that is... That is true. Noch eine Kleinigkeit. So today we have a lovely saying in German, and it is, viele Wege führen nach Rom. Uh, so many roads uh, lead to Rome, is that right? Yeah, many paths uh -huh. mm -hmm. lead to Rome. Do you have any idea what this could mean? I'm, I'm sure I've seen something like all roads lead to, lead to Rome. Is there not a film of that title? I don't know about this film. But our saying means that there are many ways how you can reach the same destination. Yeah, I'm thinking about a particular expression in English that I don't really want to say, particularly having uh, mentioned about the cats a little earlier. But there is an expression in English about, um, about cats 
suggesting that there are more than there, there's more than one way to to no, do something. No, I am a cat lover. I will not Mark, go any I don't further. Want to hear this. Okay. Well, we could say um, there is more than one way to cook an egg. Yes. Yes, that's fine. Or indeed, <laughs> all roads lead to Rome. <laughs> Yeah, genau. Viele Wege. For us, it's not all of them. Ah, okay. But viele, Many. yeah, viele Wege führen nach Rom. Right. I will remember that and will certainly aim to use that one rather than any other uh, expression. Definitely for I this I think one. that's a good idea. Good stuff. That is where we're going to leave it. Of course, you can access our full version of uh, the discussion of uh, Barbara's email. We'll go through everything in detail in our bonus lesson. And there's also our translation challenge. And that's over at the Coffee Break Academy. So you can find all of that there in our Coffee Break German Season 3 course. Just head to coffeebreakgerman.com and you'll find everything you need to know there. Also, vielen Dank, Andrea. Vielen Dank, Marc. Und bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis bald. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2021 Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>